Welcome to The Stare Down, sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill. Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show with some guys from around the country sharing a beer on a Sunday night, talking about what happened the week before and what's coming up in the week ahead. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular co-host, Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. Let's start with you, Bill. I understand you got rained out today on the golf course. Yeah, that doesn't happen where I grew up in San Diego or in Phoenix, but today today in our uh, final kind of championship round of our, our men's league, in a year-long sort of a total points event, uh, it, I, lightning, rain, I showed you some video and photos of a putting green that was under an inch or two of water, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they called it after seven holes, and we'll just try again next Sunday. Now, but, what hole were you on when that happened? I was trying to, I was trying to picture where you were on the course. So you know the course a little bit. We started, you know, shotgun style. So we started on 16. So we made 16, 17, 18, made the turn, played one, you know, one, that little par four. We played yep. the long par five, two, the short par three, uh, the three over the water, three. Yep. We were on the fifth hole, which I think is the most difficult hole on the course. We'd all hit drives in the fairway. It was that second bolt of lightning that happened about the, the thunder was two seconds after <laughs> that, that made us say we got to get to shelter. And we knew there was shelter just past the green on hole number five. So we, we went straight Man. there, left our balls in the fairway and sat there for about 20 minutes. And then pretty finally, far from the clubhouse though. Where, as where you far as you can get. Yeah. And so yeah. all of us rode, nobody walked because knowing this weather was coming, you know, we just said, look, we'll, we'll all ride instead of having a push cart and getting stuck. But once, once so it had been about, six or seven minutes with no lightning. We checked out our apps on our phones. The lightning strikes were moving away. We said, let's just get back to the pro shop. And by the time we got there, half the field had already left. Mm. <laughs> and the, uh, the organizer was waiting for us to give us our, our entry feedback. We got rain checks from the uh, pro shop and we'll try it again next week. Do you, do you finish where you left off or do you start anew? All week? brand new. Yeah. In fact, yeah, we all, we left four pretty good golf balls in that fairway. So someone will have a street tomorrow because <laughs> we weren't right. going back to get him. It was boring. Yeah, it was cool. Todd, what about your weekend, man? Good weekend, Sean. Um, pretty laid back. Um, just just watched a lot of uh, good sports. Um, I, I was at my uh, holiday party on Friday night in Chattanooga. So Saturday um, was traveling back home and then uh, watched um, the Atlanta United win uh, a championship for the city of Atlanta last night. So that was a lot of fun. And then a lot of football today. Very, very cool. Congratulations to the uh, Atlanta team. Uh, why, don't you, why don't we start there and kind of recap the, uh, recap the game. So, Sean, uh, just so happens that the uh, championship game was going to be held in Atlanta this year. Um, and they, Atlanta had the fortune of making the finals. Um, <clears throat> never, never really in doubt. I thought Atlanta controlled – the tempo um, controlled the pace uh, was definitely the aggressor early on, um, and they ended up winning two nothing. Um, a, a real good, uh, a real solid goal by um, Joseph Martinez, who is the league leader. He led the league with thirty five goals this season, um, 
And then uh, in the second half, uh, they had a, a set play header. Um, I forget the name of the, of the guy who scored. But anyway, Brad Guzon um, had a clean sheet, didn't allow any goals. And um, Elena is your, is your champion. And they are the first, first champion of a major sport in Atlanta since Georgia Tech. Won in, what, 83 or 87, something like that? Was it that long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Was it in, weren't they 90, 91? Yeah, yeah it might have been 90, 92-ish, something like that. They shared it, yeah. I believe, with Nebraska, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So, good, not, good for them. You're not counting the Braves? 95? Yep. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yep, absolutely. So, it's been a while. Um, obviously, uh, a couple years ago, that Super Bowl would have would have been nice, but um, I think uh, the city – Got the proverbial monkey off their back uh, by by winning a championship. Let's so let's let the let the record show that neither Sean nor I brought up the uh, Falcons that you did. So that's yeah. okay. Good, good. Yes. Whew. Whew. All right. Let's uh, let's have a couple other things before we're gonna. This is gonna be our our bowl pool pick'em night, and we're gonna do all the bowls except for the the two playoff games. We'll we'll do those kind of as we get closer because we'll probably do a special. Special episode. Also, uh, just a little preview teaser of the next two weeks. Um, we're going to have some guest guests on the show. I have arranged for guests from all four of the, the schools, uh, their fan bases. Uh, next week, we're going to have uh, Mike Randall represent Alabama and our good friend Alyssa Hellman uh, represent her Oklahoma Sooners. We'll match those two up and kind of get their, their, their strengths and weaknesses takes. Uh, and then the week after that, we're going to have two Davids, uh, David Seaver, a friend of mine, uh, from Coldmaker Kane in South Carolina. He's a big Clemson fan and a good friend of mine that I've known since I was a little kid, Dave Dylan Schneider uh, mm. from Denver. He's going to represent the Notre Dame uh, contingency. So we'll break those down over the next couple of weeks. But, guys, let's, let's talk a little college football. Um, and, and yesterday we saw the, the, always the pageantry of the Army-Navy game. Uh, Army wins 17-10 to 10, um, in, in just a classic, you know, game. Good, good ratings on that game. Um, the Heisman Trophy was given out last night. Kyler Murray from Oklahoma, the second Oklahoma quarterback in a row to win the, the Heisman. Uh, surprisingly, uh, with a pretty good distance over Tua Tagovailoa, um, and Dwayne Haskins a distant third. Uh, let's get your takes on it, Bill. Well, I think I, I've talked on the podcast before that I, I really felt that Tua was head and shoulders better than any other quarterback or. Uh, well, let's stick with quarterback in the NCAA this year. And, uh, you know, I think that a lot of voters who did wait to watch the championship games uh, decided that Kyler Murray, who, who honestly had a much better game than Tua did. Tua was hurt. Tua was playing a much better defense. Uh, and so, of course, Kyler Murray you know, looked a lot better than Tua in that final game. And I think it weighed a lot of decisions uh, that, yeah, maybe it shouldn't have. That's all. So uh, I'll stick with my, I'll stick with my belief that, that Tua deserved it and was uh, not jobbed out of it. But, you know, the fact that he played for such a good team actually came to bite him and hurt him. You know, the fact that he had a defense uh, that was so good that allowed him to, you know, have first halves that put the game out of reach hurt him. Whereas Kyler Murray, you know, could, it it was required of him to play a full 60 minutes in order for them to win some of those games because that defense was just so bad. Yeah. But uh, so that's my take. Todd. Oh, Bill, you're so wise. Um, I, I, no, I just get I'm, to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm in agreement. Uh, first, first off, um, you know, congratulations to, 
the quarterback, the Oklahoma quarterback, well-deserving. Um, any other year, I think it would have been a, a, a no-brainer. Um, but this year, I think it should have been a, a brainer. Uh, I think the voters got it wrong. I think Tua should have won. Um, I think he passed the eye test. Um, you just watch him quarterback, and he just seems, um, to me, head and shoulders above anyone. I think he was hurt, uh, as Bill indicated, in the SEC championship game. I think that anyone kind of pseudo on the fence saw Jalen Hurts come in and kind of be the hero. And I think that kind of teetered, you know, their vote saying, Hey, if two didn't exist, Jalen would have probably gone undefeated with the same squad. Um, if, if Kyler Murray, um, I'm sorry, if Murray wasn't there, who knows what their backup situation is. Right. So I think that swung a lot of votes. Um, again, uh, I think, I think the voters got it, got it wrong this time. Yeah. As I predicted, you know, I, I felt there was be some people that just, whether it's out of, um, whether it's out of Bama hate or whatever it might be, uh, you know, I thought Tua would still win. I just thought it'd win by a much closer margin. Uh, was shocked last night at the banquet I was at where I was kind of just refreshing my phone, waiting for the, for the results to be announced. And when it said Kyler Murray wins, you know, one of the, my first thoughts was how many people didn't vote for Tua first or second. And there was, a large majority of people that voted for him third or lower on their poll. It's kind of funny when you look at some of the votes and you, and you see like, you know, um, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin got one first place vote, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a team that lost five games. Uh, and that's just a Homer, uh, you know, beat reporter or somebody um, voting for him. You know, uh, um, Will Greer got six votes for first place and, you know, uh, Gardner Minshew gets votes. It's just interesting, but just the people that, that didn't have Tua in the top two, um, it just seems almost laughable, right? Right. I mean, clearly, yeah, and I think- it's funny. You got has there ever been a Heisman Trophy winner who is did, did who did not go on to play football? Um, the first time we've had a Heisman, we're going to have a Heisman winner who's no, uh, voluntarily. You mean quite possibly not going to play football? Yeah. No, uh, Ward for uh, Florida State played. Charlie basketball. Ward played basketball for the Knicks. Yeah. Basketball for the Knicks. What about Jason White? Did he ever make the NFL? I know he didn't play a different sport, but um, the Oklahoma quarterback, I don't hmm. uh, I don't remember if he did anything. But Charlie uh, Ward, that would be the point. Answer. Charlie Ward, yeah. yeah. yeah good question. Cool. I'm not sure um, about that. You know, a lot of them have gone on to have very uh, less than stellar NFL yeah. careers, obviously. Right, right. And, hey, I wanted to give you so – before we jump into the, the poll stuff, uh, the bowl stuff, I told you about uh, this, both of you by text today, but – Amazing stat that I heard online, uh, 290 plays in the last two Alabama-Georgia games. That would be yep. the SEC Championship and the National Championship, the last two times they played. <clears throat> 290 plays. Alabama had the lead in those two games for a grand total of nine snaps. Yeah. And won them both. And won both. <laughs> that's, 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 that's crushing to a Georgia fan, I'm sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a uh, that's an interesting stat for sure. Yeah. Um, another big story in, in uh, college football this week: uh, Urban Meyer mm. announces his retirement after the Rose Bowl. Um, they play Washington. Um, not a surprise. Uh, I think it's kind of his mo. Um, you know, once again, he, he he's moved around. He's Bowling Green to Utah to Florida, left Florida under some interesting circumstances. You know, some illness and some. Uh, family issues, and then came back to coach Ohio State, led them to uh, a very, very good record. Uh, Urban, Urban, Urban's record is, is inarguable. I mean, it's a fantastic record. It, what, 11-3 and three in, in bowls, 7-0 and o versus Michigan. 
Um, Todd, what were your thoughts when you heard that Urban is going to retire and Ryan Day will take over as coach after the Rose Bowl? I think uh, <clears throat> you hit on the head, not surprised at all. Um, the guy looked miserable on the sidelines this year. Um, there was certainly no joy, um, but that's not uncommon with guys like Saban and, and uh, who's another name coach? Um, Brian I'm Kelly. Blank. Yeah, Brian Kelly. Those guys look miserable, but he also looked physically um, frail. Um, it doesn't surprise me. I, I believe health is more concerned this time than maybe yeah. when he left Florida. I think, um, but, but I think you hit on the head. To me, the bigger news story was announcing Ryan Day is not the interim head coach, but replacement head coach. Yeah. Um, why not? Why not go for a bigger, better hire? I guess maybe he had an audition this year, went three zero uh, while Urban was suspended. Um, maybe this is the time of recruiting. You need certainty and can't have an open position. Um, but again, that, that took me back, uh, certainly more than, than urban retiring. Yeah. And I, and I'm on the team that is not convinced he will never coach again. I think, I think he'll end up somewhere. Um, uh, maybe his layoff will be maybe more than a year, but he's only 54 years old. He'll, he'll coach somewhere else. Yeah. You know, his son's going to be playing baseball at University of Cincinnati. So, uh, I think he probably plans to stay in the Columbus area. Uh, he'll probably get some sort of, Athletic department um, role. Uh, some talk here locally that he may take over, um, kind of the kind of the the position that Arch- Archie Griffin's had for many many years, kind of as that uh, associate athletic director, kind of the face of the athletic program, a huge fundraiser um, for the school. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Um, but like I said, Nate's going to go play baseball at University of Cincinnati, where Urban pl- played baseball, and uh, so we'll see what happens with that, but big story. And obviously it's going to, going to sway the, uh, the, the interest in, in, in the game. And, you know, Harbaugh has come out today and, and said there will be no NFL uh, move. He's going to stick with Michigan. He likes what they're doing there. Um, they're obviously licking their chops saying now that urban's gone, we have a chance to, to maybe get a, a win in that series. And obviously it's going to have to come sooner or later because Michigan's just not going to let urban or Harbaugh never, never beat their big rival. Um, that's 360. Some days away, though, uh, to worry about that. Um, let's. We're going to come back to the bowls. I want to quickly uh, give a shout out to a young man that I saw on Twitter. Uh, his name is Cody Blick, and and Bill, I kind of teased you on this earlier. Uh, Cody Blick was at Q School for the PGA Tour, trying to earn a spot on the Web.com Tour. Uh, he woke. He, he, was, he was in good good position, but when he woke up this morning, his golf clubs had been stolen uh, before the last round of the tournament. He proceeded to fire a 63 with the superintendent's driver, the pro shop's wedges, and random irons and a heavier putter than usual, and he earned a spot, a guaranteed spot on the web.com tour. So our, our player of the week this week, Cody Blick. How about that? Ah, big fan of Cody. We'll be watching for that name. That's great. Yeah. Can you imagine that, Bill? I mean, it's, you know, oh. if you just had to put together, a, a you know, the, look, so you and I have both traveled and, and you play with rental clubs when you have to, you know, just, just to get out on the course. Um, but it still takes you a while to figure them out, you know, and, and the confidence of the distance and the, and especially a putter. Well, you know, that round at shadow Creek was with rentals and I went birdie birdie on the first two holes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, even uh, that's a, a blind squirrel kind of a thing. But you're right. Yeah, it is weird. You're trying to find something that matches up the closest to what you use. And maybe that's what he was able to do. That's why he kind of cobbled that set together was, you know, maybe the, maybe the superintendent used the same 
you know, it maybe it was a tailor made like his or something, but, but still those guys at that level, I mean, swing weights and shafts and all that stuff is so critical to their game. That's pretty cool. Hey, you, you, Bill and Sean certainly know more about that than I would be. I'm definitely the more recreational um, um, player, but didn't he have a mentally, didn't he have an out? Like what could you, I would think pressure was almost taken off him, right? If he doesn't make it, if he, if he shoots a 75 and doesn't make it, his clubs got stolen. He's using the, you know, a hodgepodge set. So perhaps it worked in his, um, in his favor, right? Pressure's off. Let's just go swing the club and maybe, maybe it kind of freed him up, right? To go have some fun and see what happened. Yeah. But a lot on the line. Once the shot started, started falling, you know, momentum, right. So it gets fun. So let's talk about the NFL guys and then we'll get back to the bull picks. Um, Let's start with Thursday's game. Uh, Eric Henry was a man in that game. (laughs) Did you see the, the one touchdown run, the 99 yard touchdown run where he tied Tony Dorsett's unbreakable um, record, 99 yard run with three and a half stiff arms that were (laughs) some of the meanest stiff arms you've ever seen. Um, how he stayed in bounds and how he didn't obviously get, get taken down because, you know, he, he stiff-armed those guys. What, the one he stiff-armed for about 15 yards. You know, the guy was kind of stumbling back. too, right? It was a big boy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the Titans win. Um, and it's a good thing they did because Indianapolis's win today over a very hot Houston Texans team uh, puts Tennessee and, and Indianapolis kind of in a – in a dead heat to try and earn that last um, spot. Steelers go down today uh, to Oakland Raiders. Uh, that's their, I believe their third loss in a row. Wow. Still have the lead. Uh, and I think Baltimore is going to be kicking themselves that they couldn't close that one out against the chiefs uh, against the chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they stay, they stay a half game behind the, the Steelers. Um, what was the, what was your game of the day, Todd? Do you want to go to the one down in South Florida? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to chime in. Um, I was shocked that Henry was only the second 99 yard touchdown run in NFL history. For some reason, I just figured it doesn't happen often, but it would, it would happen more than two times. What a run. You're, you're right, Sean. He's just, that was just a man right there. Um, game of the day has got to be, uh, Dolphins Patriots. Um, I mean, that thing, the first half, it was a track meet. Both teams, first time ever, uh, they've, they faced each other maybe 100 times. First time ever, both teams each had three touchdowns in the first half. Um, that's never happened before. And then the second and a half kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, fast forward, the Patriots are up five, if I'm remembering correctly. It must have been 33-28 because they lost. Yeah. Thirty-three. Yeah, so – it's uh, what you know. Three seconds on the clock. They they're seventy plus yards out, and um, they do the little you know twenty five to thirty yard pass, maybe a little less. Three laterals, and they score. And it's if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's it's a wild play. Yeah, it's it's actually I say it's a wild play. It's actually a pretty vanilla play for a three lateral um, hook and lateral. Um, he ran probably forty yards, thirty five forty yards. But the biggest question I had was. Um, Gronk was in, um, and his ankles got broken. I mean, he tried to make a tackle. Just looked bad. And as far away as they were, I I wondered why he was in. If they're on the 50-yard line, he's up there. He's a big, tall guy. He can catch the ball or knock it down. But I don't think Hail Mary was a threat. I think it was the old Stanford-Cal play um, that that 
should have been what you're looking for. So I would have played my standard defense. Um, that was the only real question from the Patriots I had of why they did what they did. Yeah. Bill, yeah. A, a game in your backyard, uh, it, it must have been – the field looked muddy, but it didn't rain during the game, or did the rain happen about right when game started? No, they had, a, they had the tarp on the field. It poured all morning, but they had it tarped. So the, so the field was in pretty good condition for uh, – especially that's important for a guy like Drew Brees, right, a guy who's used to the uh, dome. But, yeah, but the um, – uh, yeah, the Saints look good. Uh, they're st- they looked a little off. I mean, I, I, that's two weeks in a row now, right, where they, Drew hasn't been at the peak performance, but, but it was plenty to handle the Bucks. Um, so that was that was piece of cake. The, um, yep. So they, but, but they, they my, clinched the South. Yeah, they did. They clinched, it's, they clinched yeah. the South. And, they, and they, want, they want to catch the Rams, obviously. So that's their goal. Um, but the, the big thing, and I think uh, Peyton's got this nailed, is they've got to get a home you know, buy. You want to buy and then playing in the dome, one win away from the national, you know, the NFC championship game. That's everything. So yeah. uh, they're, they've, they're, they're close to securing that. My game, I'll tell you what, I had two of them real quick, but, but <laughs> the 49ers to beat the Broncos and the Raiders, mm. you mentioned to beat the Steelers. What a day for the Bay area, right? Cause those teams suck, <laughs> but, but, but they were able to pull off big wins that hurt the chances of both those teams. Right. Uh, especially the Broncos. I think that kind of killed them because they had such a rough start. But how about the Eagles-Cowboys? Unbelievable, right? Um, that was a that was an unbelievable game because it was such a oh, you know, it was nine to six. Boring. I think at the it beginning. happened. Yeah. And, yeah, and then it just got it opened up so much, and you know, Amari Cooper caught those two long balls, and then obviously at the end there, but but then they give up the touchdown the other way on the long yep. pass to Aguilar. Yep. They almost gave it up earlier to the pass to the goater, the tight end. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. That was a horrible call. In fact, that was a uh, that was a weak that was oh, a weak offensive pass interference. Not call. even close. It was within. I thought it was within five yards, and I think there's contacts allowed. I don't know. I but I, I uh, even Rodney Harrison right on the yeah. uh, the uh, Sunday night game said, "Look, I'm a defender," and that was a horrible call because he always backs up whatever the you know secondary right. does. But uh, yeah, that that was. You know, uh, either way, they still got that touchdown. But you know, that game about, goes to overtime, though. Game goes to overtime, yeah. and um, the the Cowboys. You know that I think it's underrated. That drive was eight minutes and forty some so, seconds long. So, so here we go. The reason overtime went to you get a possession if you don't score a touchdown, right? You can't just go kick a field goal and win the game. Was because of a playoff game where the Chargers did that and beat Peyton Manning. I, you can look it up. And so they, that rule changed the next year. Peyton's got pull or. Bill Polian or whoever, right? Um, but what if you do what they did? What if you just have a time-consuming drive? The you know if if they'd have kicked a field goal as time expired, that whole point of giving the other team the right to control the ball or at least have a shot at it disappears right. when they shortened it to a ten-minute um, you know overtime. So that's interesting. We'll see if they make yeah, you it. Don't, you don't see a lot of ten-minute drives in the NFL, but you just no. Don't. But you see seven, eight, nine minutes. It can happen, right? And especially if you're trying to do that. And with only two timeouts, it's going to be easier to do because yep. the Cowboys only, you know, or the Eagles only had two shots to stop the clock. What did you think about what did you think about Garrett's decision to go for it on fourth down when they the guys already kicked a sixty-one yard field goal in the game? Yeah, I I, uh, I doubted it at the time. I really I, I thought it was a mistake, but uh, but you know, Elliot's amazing, and he got it by a whole you know two feet. So yep. uh, yeah, really quickly, the the stat of the day in the um, Green Bay game. Did you see? Uh, the NFL record that was broken in that game. Oh yeah, yes, Rodgers without a without a no, pick. Right? Actually, I was going to talk about um, <laughs> Philbin 
Philbin using both of his reviews in the first minute, four seconds of the game. Jeez. Oh, we, we got set up Fast, there, Bill. Uh, fastest, uh, fastest use of, of both reviews by a coach in NFL history. He used were, they, were either one of them right? No. <laughs> so you got him for the whole game. <laughs> Sean, what about um, – what about, didn't the Browns do a typical Brown thing? Didn't they take a point off um, on an extra point on something they could have declined? Um, did, uh, you're, you're local there. Did, you know what I'm talking about? Um, no, so, the, guy missed, the guy missed a field goal or an extra point. Um, I, don't, I, I, I didn't watch no, the whole game, Todd. I, I had so, to some yard work. So I may, I may be totally wrong. Um, I was, I, I'm a red zone guy. I don't know if you guys get that, right. um, but, but <laughs> it's football for ADD, people with ADD, right? Um, so from what I heard, and Scott Hansen was going crazy, Cleveland made the extra point, but there was a penalty, and they accepted the penalty, re-kicked it, and missed the extra point. No, oh. the, the penalty was on Cleveland for illegal formation, I think. I don't think it yeah. was on uh, the Panthers. So he made it. But so he got it wrong. So he maybe he got it wrong. Scott yeah, I think so. So they had. It to, didn't seem to make any sense. I mean, why anyone would they, take a point? No, off. they moved him back five yards and made him kick it again. Okay, all right. So it was a misunderstanding. Okay. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was about to say that's just Cleveland. But, clear, but right? on, the, on the one that he did miss, the extra point he did miss, um, there was a penalty, and they moved it up to to the ten yard line. So it was a it was a twenty one yard extra point, and he and he clanked it off the. The goalpost. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Short, they, uh, Cam throws a, a, a very bad interception after they drove down uh, with a chance to, to tie the game. And then I was kicked the extra point with under, under two minutes to go, or just at the, you know, just at the two minute warning, maybe. Um, and Cam, uh, they, they stopped him on four plays inside the five yard line. Hmm. McCaffrey only touched the ball once and it was on a pitch, you know, four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Um, and they, and they tackled him inside the five and then Cam, Threw wildly on fourth down. Bill, did you see who was at that game? No. Ooh. Matthew Shadbolt drove over for his first Browns oh, game. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> we were supposed to meet him up there. We screwed that up. That's yeah, all right. So, um, and other it, games. The five, the five, seven, and one Cleveland Browns. Right? Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. They're kind of a fun team to watch with Chubb and, and, yeah. Miles and Baker. Garrett. Yeah. Denzel Ward, uh, pretty, pretty solid. Um, we talked about uh, Dallas. Uh, Detroit beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, Chargers with their tenth win over the Bengals, the hapless Bengals. Now at the bottom of the, the below the Browns in the wow. AFC. You looking forward to Thursday night's game? Chiefs Chargers. Oh, nice! Yeah, wow. that's going to be a great very nice in Kansas City, right? In Kansas City, a tough, tough place to play. That'd be fun. But, but the blueprint for playing there was uh, handed to the Chargers today by the Ravens. Run the ball, rush. You know, put Mahomes under pressure. He's not as good. But you know, um, so, but you got to do the whole four quarters. Big, big yeah. game, big game tomorrow night. Monday night's game is another good one. Uh, Minnesota at Seattle. Uh, both mm. those teams right now kind of in the fifth and sixth slots, um, pending the the outcome of the game tonight with the with the Bears. Um, so, yeah, and I think I think whichever team wins, they both stay in the wild card slots. But it definitely, there's a lot of teams right behind them that you know are going to get positioned. So it'll be fun to watch. All right. Um, so ready to do our, our, our college bowl picks. One, let me interject, Sean. Yes. In the EPL, there's only one remaining undefeated team. Oh, okay. There's a new leader, uh, Liverpool, the Reds, um, Manchester city lost two, nothing to Chelsea and, um, Liverpool beat Bournemouth. I want to say four, nothing, but anyway, 
Um, there's only one undefeated team, and um, Manchester City had not lost, I want to say, in 24 league games. I mean, it's it was a huge streak. So exciting stuff for sure. Okay, so I, if, can, I, can I give a 30-second shout-out about uh, uh, Ron Newman, the coach of the San Diego Soccers, really quick? Yeah, you, you hit us on text with this this week. Oh, my gosh. A- <laughs> so I went to an event at one of our branches, a holiday event, and ran into a woman, and we had a nice conversation. And she really knew soccer. She, she mentioned she was from England, and, but she had no accent, really. It was very faint. And she said, well, I've been here close to 50 years now. And I said, uh, so you must, what, what was your team? Because I asked everyone from England, what was your football team? And she said, well, you know, my dad played for Portsmouth, so I'm a Portsmouth person, but they're... Port- Portsmouth? Portsmouth is, uh, they're in League One, so they're not okay. even yep. champions. They're one level down from there. And she mentioned gotcha. that. She said they've, um, back, back, back in the day, they, I think she, it wasn't called the Premier League, but they did advance to, you know, the, the, the top league. And she said, it's just, it's, it, the whole town goes nuts, right? And you talked about it. Todd, how that's mm-hmm. learned a lot. So I knew enough from you to have these conversations. And, and she said that um, we talked about the MSL and we talked about the NASL that started before that. And she said, it would be wonderful if they could work it out with the USL and the ASL, and all these different minor soccer leagues here to work in true relegation. But she says, it'll never happen. It's just not part of the culture here. There's no way somebody who has a team in the MSL would say, okay, we're going to move down for a season. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Right. But that's the beauty. And you've talked about it many, many times. And, it, and as we're talking, she talks about the fact that uh, her dad played a lot of uh, soccer there. And then he came over here. He was the first coach hired by the MSL. He also coached like the Fort Lauderdale strikers, Atlanta. He played for Atlanta back in the seventies or early late sixties. And she, I said, well, what was his name? And she said, Ron Newman. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, uh, as a, someone who grew up in San Diego, and she goes, oh, I know where you're going. And I said, from like the whole 80s, you know, and I, I had it wrong. I said 10 in a row. They won 10 of 11 uh, um, indoor soccer titles, the major indoor soccer league, MISL. And, and so she lived in San Diego at that time, uh, and knew all the players. We started talking about Woolrich and Julie V. And it was just this great moment where no one else in that room had any idea what we were talking about. (laughs) And uh, it was just a lot of fun. And so her dad passed away this summer and she's been on, I talked about bringing her on the podcast. She goes, Oh, I've done a lot of those lately for my dad. And so she's been talking about him at, uh, he's a member of the North American, um, or sorry, the United States soccer hall of fame and some other things for some of the things he implemented. So hats off to Ron Newman of the, uh, of the San Diego Soccers, who as a San Diego native gave me my only national championships. That's it. You've heard me talk <laughs> about that before. So <clears throat> it was cool. That's cool. It's a neat, neat brush with greatness, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. All right, boys, let's get to our bowl picks. Shay's unable to join us. He's at an event uh, tonight, uh, but we'll try and get his picks offline. Uh, but guys, we're just going to go kind of in uh, chronological order, starting with the very first game, which is happening right down the street from Todd Meininger in the, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, it's the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl uh, facing a battling between North Carolina A&T and Alcorn State. Todd, let's, let's, you want to start us uh, off or you want to let, let Bill kick first? Well, I think we have to um, uh, allow the past champion to go first, um, especially because I'm going to look up uh, what their records are before I make a uh, choice. Um, no, I, you got to go. How can, how can you not go North Carolina a and I mean, that's a no-brainer. And I, I'm going to agree with that. <laughs> I've already done my picks. I'm just reading off my spreadsheets. I did my research. 
<laughs> oh wow! See, that's that's interesting. You and me, I'm totally winging it. So okay. no, that means you'll win, but I'm going. With, I'll go with A and T as well. I'm going to go Alcorn State just to get off off the Schneid on the first. Oh, and one, Sean. You're and one. So <laughs> all right. Uh, the next game is uh, takes place at Branch Field at Dream Style Stadium in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. Um, that's going to be the North Texas versus Utah State. Bill. Oh, uh, Utah State all the way on this one. I, you know, they're uh, they 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 had a great year. I mean, what they were trying to think, they lose one game. I think so. One or two. Yeah, yeah. one point. Yeah, ten and two. They're ten and yeah. two. Utah State. Todd. Uh, again, Bill's brilliant. <laughs> um, I will. I will also go with the Utes. I will. Uh, they're not the Utes. They're the Aggies, I believe. You're yeah. right. You're right. Utah's Utes. My bad. You're, yeah. you're correct. Yep. I'll, Sorry. Go Utah, I'll go Utah State as well. Uh, that same day, uh, 2.30 kick Eastern time uh, at Camping World Stadium down in Orlando, Todd. Um, Tulane versus Louisiana. Lafayette. Yes, I guess. Yeah. It just says Louisiana on my sheet. So yeah. that's not LSU. It's probably Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana <laughs> It's the raging cages of uh, Lafayette, okay. and they will be victorious. That's okay. who I got, man. You're British. We're, we're going to have to make it. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll split up here somewhere. So oh, I'm still. I'm sure. Yes, I will go. I will go Louisiana as well. Now we we go to Bill's backyard, or at least Bill's uh, one of Bill's teams. Uh, this mm. is going to take place at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. It's the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, Fresno State Bulldogs versus the Arizona State. Sun Devils. Yeah. I think we know who Bill's going to go with. Uh, no, you don't. Oh. Because if Nikhil Harry's not going to play because he's going in the draft, and he's everything on that team, I think Fresno State wins by double digits. So I'm going to take Fresno State. Okay. Once Todd? again, Bill, you are correct. Um, I'm, in a, I'm in a bowl pool, confidence pool. This is going to be a, a, a huge confidence. Fresno State's 11-2. and two. Um. Yeah, it's it's Fresno State's the answer. Yeah. All right. I will I will say the the Pac-12 shows that they're a bigger boy program mm. uh, in the uh, Mountain West. Okay. This is gonna be a two horse race, Bill. <laughs> See, I, here's Todd's game plan. He just picks everything Bill picks. And then I, I think I've gone first twice. So. Um, in Montgomery, Alabama, we have the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. And that's face the Georgia Southern team versus Eastern Michigan Eagles. Uh, Bill, who you got? I'm going to take th- – this is just crapshoot time for me. I'll go Georgia Southern just because they sound tougher than some school up in Michigan because they got to play all that Georgia stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're – not the, Georgia Tech runs a triple option, but this team, don't they do something similar? Mm-hmm. An option? Yeah, so I'll go, I'll, I'll go with them. It'll be tough. Todd? Yeah, Georgia Southern. Um, regionally, it's more important for them to uh, perform um, for recruiting. And, again, the triple option. Eastern Michigan will have time to prepare for it. But Georgia Southern is tough this year. I've, um, they played 9-3 and three in, the, in the Sun Belt. So, yep. let's, go with, uh, let's go with that. I go Georgia Southern as well on that one. Uh, R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, uh, one of the first games played in the, in the Superdome. Uh, that's App State versus Middle Tennessee, MTSU out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. After your story, how can you not take Middle Tennessee, right? The, wasn't that the coach with the dad and the yeah, – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going sentimental taking Middle Tennessee in that okay, one. Okay, Bill's going MTSU. Todd? That's a great pick, and I love the reasoning, but I think App State is um, 
is legit this year. Um, oh, different. They, they won the Sun Belt 10-2, and two, so um, let's go App State. Yep, I'm going App State as well with you on that one, Todd. I uh, love your pick, though, Bill. I love that pick. Then yeah. we, we head down to the Cherry Bundy Boca Raton Bowl, <laughs> uh, the home of my college freshman roommate, Barry Sutton. Um, we got Northern Illinois versus UAB, a team back from the dead. Uh, I'll take I'll take uh, Alabama Birmingham. All right. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a philosophy thing. Um, do you pick the Midwestern boys or do you pick uh, the Southern boys? UAB is a good squad. They're yeah. ten and three. Um, I, this is going to be a, a fairly high confidence one for me too. UAB. All right, I got UAB as well. Um, I just think they're they're they, you know they finish out the the kind of the comeback season. Um, in style, uh, but never underestimate a Mac team uh, playing the bowl game. Uh, we've already picked against Eastern Michigan, and we've now both, all of us picked against Northern Illinois. Uh, so here's another chance: OU versus San Diego State in the Frisco Bowl. Uh, this game will be played in Frisco, Texas. I uh, don't know where Frisco, Texas is, but it's in Toyota Stadium. Uh, that's San Diego State versus Ohio University, coached by you guys know Frank, Frank Solich. Frank Solich, yes. Yeah, and that's why I'm picking Ohio. Um, a, you're right, the MAC is a good conference. Um, Ohio went eight and four, but Frank Solich, the old Nebraska coach, um, I think he's going to be able to get his boys ready for uh, to, to to win a game. Aztecs uh, really struggled at the end of the season. Watched them, you know, a little bit, and so I'm going to go Ohio for the same reason. I, I just don't think, um, yeah, I, 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 Ohio State's okay. not going to win that game. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go San Diego State. All right. All right. Wow. You talked us into that. He talked us into that. You see how he did that? Mm-hmm. You know, Take a, a Mac team. Another Mac program. Marshall plays South Florida in the Bad Boys Mower Gasparilla Bowl. Perhaps the best named bowl. Wow. Bad Boys wow. Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, this game is played in Raymond James Stadium, Bill. Right yeah, the right across the bay. Yep. Uh, it's going to be the Bulls versus the Thundering Herd. Mm. I'll go Marshall here because South Florida has lost the last five games. They're horrible. They're horrible. Oh, Bill, I thought you were going to uh, stick with your hometown team. Um, usually I would go with the hometown team, right? Yeah. Uh, I was, I was going to be the shocking one. Um, but I think they're too comfortable at home, and Marshall's going to treat like a business trip. And uh, I think the Thundering Herd in a minor upset. I wonder what the spread, if there is one yet. It's uh, no Marshall's favorite by two and a half. So, yep. But, yeah, Marshall, the correct answer is Marshall. I'll just say we are. All right. Are. <clears throat> yes. Uh, so that's across and the board. That, three Marshall. And that goes against everything I, I normally go with. The hometown team, they're going to win. No, I'm, I'm changing. Right. So Okay. Yep. Uh, what I wanted to call the Maker's Mark Bowl, but unfortunately <laughs> it's not. It's the Maker's Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Uh, little trip to the Bahamas for FIU, uh, I believe coached by um, the old Miami coach, right? Is Bar- FIU's um, Butch, yeah, Butch Jones. Yep, Butch Jones. No, not Butch Jones. Butch. Um, yeah, not Butch Jones. Butch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. we'll, you. Yeah. We'll, we'll versus, versus Toledo, another MAC program, uh, looking to step up in a bowl game. Uh, I'll start this one, guys. I'm going to go with the Rockets. I'm going to go with Toledo. Um, Bill. Oh, I want to take FIU. I'm going to go FIU on this one. Okay. Uh, I agree with Bill. Um, FIU lives in paradise, and they're flying to paradise to go to bowl game. Yeah, Toledo is going to be so thrilled to have beach and sunshine that they're they're going to get. Uh, They'll be right. distracted. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
distracted. Okay. Uh, the famous Idaho potato bowl. Um, as, as opposed to the infamous. In Boise, Idaho, I believe on the blue rug, um, BYU who's played in that stadium before, uh, is going to go up against the Broncos of Western Michigan, uh, in the wake of PJ Fleck, um, leaving for Minnesota. Uh, who do you like there, Todd? Do you like Western Michigan or BYU? I don't know why. I don't have a really good reason, but I'm going to lean uh, to the Mac in Western Michigan. Okay. Todd's going WMU. Mountain West, BYU. Yeah. BYU? Yeah. I will go BYU as well. Uh, Birmingham Bowl, that's Memphis. Uh, coming off a tough loss in the AAC um, championship game. Going to play the first ACC team on the slate, Wake Forest. Todd. Mm. The correct answer is Memphis. Okay. Once again, Todd, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, I think that my notes here. I'm looking at them. Uh, let's see, they both played Tulane. Memphis lost to Tulane. Wake Forest beat them. So just on that stupid little stat, I'm going to take <laughs> Wake Forest. <laughs> Memphis uh, recruits in Birmingham. They got a, they got a show well there. In a in a homage to uh, Arnold Palmer, the fam- most famous demon deacon. Wake of Forest. Yep. There you go. Going to go with Wake Forest. Not Tim Duncan. Okay. Go remember ahead. remember this pick. This is where I take the lead. Okay. Over. All right. <laughs> uh, we have the he went to Jared Birmingham Bowl. Oh, we just did that one. Uh, I'm sorry. The next one up is Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. That's Houston versus Army. Army coming off the big win in the game over Navy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Army on that one, guys. Although um, uh, Major Applewhite's Houston team uh, playing pretty solid uh, at the end of the season. Who do you like, Bill? Well, same thing here, right? Like Ed Oliver's not going to play. Uh, <laughs> and some other – they have another player who said already said, I'm going to take Army just for that reason. These are cadets. They're, they want to win. And Houston's got some of their top talents sitting out for the draft. So it affects the picks now, right? Yep. Yeah. Sure. So i Army. Go Army. Army. A nod to the, to the fighting cadets. Uh, the Dollar General Bowl. Troy versus another MAC team, Buffalo. Mm. Bill. Troy. Todd. Todd, you're muted. Sorry. I like that, that pick a lot. It's in Mobile, Mobile Alabama. Um, but I've watched a lot of Buffalo. They're, they're, they're a tough squad, so I'm going with the Buffalo Bulls. Okay. And I'm going to go Buffalo on that one as well. Um, I think, I think that'll, that'll probably be a high-scoring game. Um, I just think that'll be a, a game where both teams are going to try and show what they can do. Uh, out to Hawaii, uh, the home team Hawaii, Todd. We'll get to test, test, your, test your thoughts on this. Hawaii plays Louisiana Tech. Um, Skip Holtz, Louisiana Tech coach, he'll get those guys ready, but um, I'll give Hawaii the slight advantage. It's a, it's a one-point spread, and I think Hawaii barely edges them out. Okay. Bill, here, like Rainbow? Hawaii, Hawaii double-digit win at home. They're just going to tear them up there. You don't get an extra point if they win by double digits. But I'm just okay. checking that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll bring it up on the episode. Maybe in the pride, yes, in the pride uh, department. Yeah. That's a clean, clean sweep for us on Hawaii. I take them as well. Uh, now we go the day after Christmas, after a four-day layoff from bowl games. Um, we have they're, the they're, they're, they're getting tougher now. Yes. yes. <laughs> go ahead. The serve, the serve Pro, Boston College versus Boise State. Mm. This one takes place uh, and the Cotton Bowl down in Dallas. I'll, I'll, 
I'll start this one, guys. I'm going to go with Boise State. Uh, I'm going to – I'll ditto that. Yeah, Boise State for me too. Yeah, I think Boston College was, is – they're tough. They'll, uh, they'll put up a fight, but I think Boise State's a little more athletic and they'll, they'll prevail. Okay. Uh, we then move over to the Quick Lane Bowl. That one takes place at Ford Field uh, in beautiful downtown Detroit. Uh, you have Minnesota with P.J. Fleck and Georgia Tech last game uh, with their coach, I believe, if he's even coaching. I'm not sure. I, th- I don't think he is. I think he's gone. Um, I'd have to look that up. I know they announced a new coach, um, some guy from Temple, I think. Yes. Yeah, should be. that's good. Well, I bet Paul Johnson will, will coach one more game, but I'll, I'll have to look that up. So do you think the, the Minnesota team can, can be prepared for the triple option uh, team that was Georgia Tech was really kind of Jekyll and Hyde this year. They they had some good games and they had some games that they just laid eggs. Um, you know, indoors in in Ford Field. What do you think, Bill? I'll go with the triple option. Okay. Um, I agree. George uh, uh, Paul Johnson's last hurrah. They're gonna they're gonna play well for him. Um, yeah. Minnesota will drop to six and seven with the loss. I'm gonna say they're gonna they're gonna send their coach out on a winning record. Um, now we go to the Cheez It Bowl. My favorite, my favorite name for a bowl right there. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got TCU uh, coming off a, a, a season where they uh, were ranked highly and then they just kind of started a free fall with, with some losses. They play against Cal, uh, having one of their better seasons in record. I'm going to go with Cal because I met one of their receivers uh, in, the, in the airport um, this year. So just, and I took a selfie with him. So I'm going to go um, with Cal. <laughs> Let's see. Let me come up with my reason. I'm going to take TCU because I like Ladanian Tomlinson a whole lot. <laughs> he has that one alumni game left. Exactly. There it is. <laughs> and the correct answer is Cal. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> All right. Uh, the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Uh, this will be a heck of a basketball game. Duke versus Temple. Todd, who you liking this one? This is in Shreveport, Alabama. This is a this is a tough one for me to pick, really tough one. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, with Duke with the minor upset over Temple. Mm. Okay, mm. I'll, I'll go with the favorite in Temple. All right, I like the Dukies as well. In your face! <laughs> I'm a Duke guy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yankee <laughs> Stadium. Yankee Stadium welcomes in Miami versus Wisconsin. You got a uh, arrogant like to air it out team versus a ground and pound Wisconsin team who struggled this year, um, started the season ranked very highly uh, and kind of free fall when their, uh, when their quarterback, Alan Horniak uh, went out. Um, who do you like there, Bill? I'll go. I'll let the weather decide this one and go with Wisconsin. Mm. Ground it out, pound it out. That that's, I like that pick. Um, makes perfect sense. Uh, I think Mark Rick will have too much time to prepare his team. Um, I think his traditionally he gets his team ready for bowl games. So I'm going to go Miami. Are they going to practice in a freezer? Hey, I said, I said, I liked your reasoning. All right, all right, I, just I, gave you, I gave you props. All right. It almost made me sway it, but I got to stick with my gun. All I right. go with the hurricanes as well. I just think, um, uh, you know, this is a, a big game for Miami. They're going to open the season next year against Florida. Um, I, I think they've, they've, they've disappointed. I think both these teams have kind of been disappointments this year. Um, but I'm going to go with Miami. Um, later that night, we have the Academy, Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. Uh, that's Baylor versus Vanderbilt. Um, Gosh, again, um, my my years past, I'd go Baylor being the Texas squad, but Vandy plays everybody tough in the SEC. 
Um, even Notre Dame, they played tough this year. Um, give them and their coach uh, time to prepare. I, I think Vandy wins. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Like, yeah. I like Vandy as well. You too, Bill? Yeah, that's we're all there. Yeah, their their quarterback is um, the son of uh, – trying to think of, of who it is, Todd. Maybe you can look that up really quick. Quarterback Vanderbilt. Um, he's a – gosh, I'm drawing a blank on that. He's a former NFL player's son. Uh, yep, give me a minute here. And he does it. I think he's just a very serviceable, uh, well, you know, puts the ball in, in, in good spots. And, and I think um, Derek Mason's going to have those guys ready to play. Kyle Schumer, does that sound right? Shermer, Fritz, yeah. Shermer, Kyle Shermer, yep. Shermer, yep. Uh, now we start getting into some big boys, Big Ten versus SEC in the City Bowl, uh, Franklin American Music City Bowl uh, in Nissan Stadium down in Nashville. Uh, you're going to have Auburn playing Purdue. Auburn playing Purdue. Bill, who do you like in that one? Tyler Trent? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with the uh, – I'll go with Purdue in this one, which I think okay. you guys won't. But My, my heart says Purdue. Um, my head says Auburn. It's in Nashville. Uh, they recruit in, in, in Tennessee. So uh, Auburn's got more to play for. Okay. Yep. I'm going Auburn as well. Um, West Virginia versus Syracuse. Uh, Will Greer wow. has already announced a, he will not play. Yeah, what a game. Um, he's focusing on his uh, NFL prospects. Um, Dino Fabers, the coach at, at Syracuse, is I think going to bring uh, good energy. Um, West Virginia. Look, they still got a lot of good players. Uh, I just don't know who their backup quarterback is and – and, and will he be able to distribute the ball uh, in a way? I'm going to go with Syracuse on this one. So that was news to me that Greer's not playing. I'm glad you said that. Yes. Now I'm switching to Syracuse too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to go with the worst visor hair in all of the world, West yeah. Virginia. And Holgerson. But, yeah, it's just God love them. Um, Syracuse. Syracuse wins. Okay. We're just one team, yeah. The Valero Alamo Bowl. Uh, that's Iowa State versus Washington State. Um, interesting matchup there with a kind of an upstart Iowa State team and a Washington State team that really was just a an apple cup away from the from the Rose Bowl. Yeah, like you got to. I got to go with Mike Leach. Whatever bowl game he's in, I'm always going to pick him. Okay. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Not not. I'd always pick him, but I agree with the pick. Yeah, I'm, we're going to sweep that one, Washington State as well. Uh, Todd, a big one for us uh, down the street from you. This game is a New Year's Six game, but it does not happen on New Year's Day. Uh, it is the Chick Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Uh, takes place in the Mercedes Benz Stadium there in Atlanta. Michigan versus Florida. And I believe Michigan is a four and a half point favorite as of right now. Seven and a half point favorite. Seven and a half. Okay, has that line gone up since it started? Um, I thought it started at se- no. You're right. It started at four and a half. It started at four. And it's yeah. all the way up to seven and a half. Wow. wow a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So my head says Michigan, but when it comes to Florida football, I always got to go with my heart. Uh, go Gators. Okay. Oh. Ten-win season. We got to get a ten-win season, Bill. Come on. Hop uh, on. Pool's warm. Jump in. Uh, as much as I – I mean, like, I really, really want Florida <laughs> to win, but I'm trying to win the pool. <laughs> <laughs> a six pack of highlight is worth it's oh my god <laughs> go blue sorry there you go. <laughs> all right and we'll i forgive you in uh i hate to do this but it's one of those ones where i, I bet michigan i'm gonna say michigan and that way if florida wins i'm happy and if and if uh, <laughs> we lost <Todd. laughs> ladies and gentlemen you can't see this but 
Todd Meininger has left the building with with, with a Sean. I, I think I just you have grad. I think I just I think at a seizure. I thought Sean just picked Michigan. Am I am I correct? You're right. You want to leave again? Go ahead. Head versus heart. I just um, look. I, I would love for us to to bring the same offense we brought against Florida State and score some points. I just think um, can we score? You know, twenty or more points. Dan Mullen, baby, ten wins. A classic win-win pick for Sean. Yes. Yeah. The Belk Bowl, Virginia oh. versus South Carolina. Another one that I have uh, some skin in the game. Um, early kick in Charlotte. Uh, this is South Carolina versus Virginia. Bill, who you like? I'll go with uh, SC. Okay. Gamecocks. I like, I like the Gamecocks as well. Okay. Todd, you as well? Yep. Okay. Um, busy day that day, the 29th. We have the Nova Home Loan Arizona Bowl. And this one's going to feature um, – Arkansas State versus Nevada. Wow. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. I know Nevada a little bit because I see them play uh, in the Mountain West, but I – Arkansas State. <laughs> yes. I was thinking the same thing, Bill, but since you picked Arkansas State just for fun, I'll go Nevada. All right. Yeah, you're on Arkansas State, Bill, and yep. Todd goes Nevada? Yep. And then just just the contrarian pick. Four o'clock. Uh, we're not going to pick. We're not going to pick the Cotton Bowl. We're not going to pick the Orange Bowl. That's the uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Alabama, Oklahoma. Once Who'd again, you go with, Nevada, Arkansas State? I, I went Nevada. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, yep. So let's let's jump to New Year's Eve, uh, the Military Bowl, Virginia Tech versus Cincinnati. I can tell you right now, I'm going to go UC on this one. Um, I, I think UC or Virginia Tech kind of had to struggle to get into a bowl game uh, at six and six, and I like the Bearcats and their defense, what they're doing. Yeah. They're in uh, Cincinnati, very third youngest team in the all of college football. Uh, I think um, I think we might see, might see a changing the guards in the AAC next year with with um, UCF having to go to uh, Cincinnati to play at Nippert Stadium. So I'm gonna go UC on that one, guys. Scott Oiler reached out to me and told me I had to pick Cincinnati, so I'm gonna do what he says. Okay, all right. This is gonna be a 30 point confidence uh, Cincinnati. Um, wow. Nice. T- Tech Tech lost to Old Dominion. They lost bad to what Virginia, Sean. They're uh, there's some holes in that team, for sure. Uh, Stanford and Pitt. Stanford and Pitt. This one is in the um, Hyundai Sun Bowl. Uh, it was a neat stadium there in El Paso, Texas, where they'll show the people up on the mountain looking down into it. Um, who do you like in this one, Bill? Stanford I'll go. Stan- I'll go Stanford. Okay. Uh, I'm with Bill. No, not really sure why, but Stanford. I'm gonna go Pitt. I think um, Pat Narduzzi. Uh, gets his boys up. That's going to be a slobber knocker of a game. I just think that's a, a very tough, two tough teams. Uh, I like both coaches. Um, I'll go pit on that one. The Red he Box said, Bowl. He said slobber knocker. <laughs> Red <laughs> Box Bowl takes place in Levi's Stadium. Uh, a preview stadium uh, for the stadium of the championship game this year. Uh, Michigan State versus Oregon. Uh, you got a, a uh, methodical, plotting, doesn't score a lot of points, Big Ten team versus a team, Mario Cristobal's Ducks, that – could score some points, but had laid a couple eggs this year. They really had a couple bad games. Uh, Bill, who do you like in that one? Oh, defense wins these kind of games, right? But I'm going to take Oregon just because they're fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Todd. <sighs> Against my better judgment, it's out west. Um, I think Oregon probably has a little more speed, but I'm going um, to give Coach um, Mike D'Antonio – is it D'Antonio or D'Antoni? D'Antonio. 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 Okay. I have a <laughs> I have a buddy named Mike Antonio. It always screws me up. Uh, Michigan State. Michigan State. Okay. Yeah, I like Oregon. 
I like one again that one. Um, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. This one takes place. I've been to the Liberty Bowl before uh, in beautiful Memphis, uh, Missouri <laughs> versus Oklahoma State. Memphis uh, is a lot of things, but by the way, did you see Missouri who they just picked up? Yep. Uh, Bryant from Clemson, right? Kelly Bryant from Clemson, uh, signed wow. to Missouri. Uh, Going to mm. slide in for Drew Locke. Uh, could be a statement game for Drew Locke uh, as he may- maybe makes a play to be one of the top quarterbacks drafted in the NFL draft. I think he'll be definitely a first-round draft pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Missouri in this one, guys. I think it could be a really fun high-scoring game, though. Uh, I'll agree. I'll go Missouri. Although I want to say uh, I'm a man. I'm 40 years old. Um, <laughs> I think Missouri's a pretty darn sneaky good team. So I think Missouri and I, I give it a lot of confidence points. Twitter. <laughs> I'm a man. Did you see that soundbite with uh, Gundy when he talked about being on Twitter? I need to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he goes. Uh, that's why he goes. That's what I think about Twitter. Um, all right, a couple more to go, guys. Let's let's move to the San Diego Credit Union Holiday Bowl, which traditionally <laughs> was one of the highest scoring games always every year. It was just a fun one to watch. You couldn't turn it off. It happened late at night for us East Coasters. Uh, Bill got to watch it when he got home from work. This is a 7 o'clock Eastern. Oh, I, Bill went to many holiday bowls. Are you kidding me? I just, I just remember BYU winning a national championship, beating a 6-6 six and six Michigan team. They did do that. That was Ty Detmer. Yeah. 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 We have Northwestern versus Utah. Bill, who are you liking this one? The Utes all day. Utes. Good okay. team. Yeah. Uh, I tend to agree with Bill. Uh, I default to the Utes. I think Northwestern will give them um, all they can handle, but I think Utah is just a solid, solid team. Okay, I'm going to go Northwestern. I, uh, I'm not impressed by Utah's quarterback. Um, I think uh, – I think. Um, did you, know, did you take a picture with somebody from Northwestern? No. Did, okay. Did, did you hear who Bill and I picked, by the way? The, <laughs> are, you sure, are you sure you want to go against that? Okay. Uh, the, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Texas A&M. Versus NC State. Uh, I'm going to go with the Aggies on this one, guys. Me too. Yep, I agree. NC State's kind of been up and down, and I think uh, Jimbo's going to earn his pay and get his get his boys ready, get ready to play. Yep. Uh, the Outback Bowl is going to see the the Cowbells of Mississippi State uh, go against Iowa. I hate to say it, Stephanie Serzlin and all my friends in Iowa, but I'm going to go with with Nick Fitzgerald and the Mississippi State uh, Dogs in this one. Let's see if I can, maybe I'll, if I say Iowa, will they let me come up and be the speaker up there? Hmm. No, I'll take, I'll take Mississippi state. (laughs) Sweep it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. A couple more to go guys. Uh, Citrus bowl. That's Penn state versus Kentucky, a game Kentucky program. Can they, can Benny Snell and the boys battle uh, the the Penn state Lions, James Franklin, very solid coach McSorley, uh, their QB. Solid gamer. Uh, who do you like in this one, Todd? So, Kentucky was very successful this year because I think they're top-heavy on the junior and especially senior front. Yep. And I think Mark Stoops is going to do a good job uh, getting the team up to reward their seniors with their best season in a heck of a long time. So, I would give the nod to Kentucky. Okay. Bill, who do you like? Cannot go against uh, Penn State on this one. I, I just did, Bill. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Penn State on this one. I think uh, I think it, it's a you know probably a 31-28 type game. Um, I had such a moving speech. None of you bought into that at all. I no, think. nice try. Uh, out west, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. This is a uh, kind of a put up or shut up. This is a UCF plays LSU. Um, UCF mm. talking a lot of uh, you know Florida offered them a two a two for one 
uh, series. Did you see that? Scott Strickland said we'll we'll play yeah. two twice in Gainesville once in Orlando, and they said nope. If it's not one and one, we're not going to do it. Um, and I, I just don't know that UCF has the leverage to call the shots if they want to play the big boys, right? But um, they they got to go play LSU. They try and finish out two seasons in a row undefeated, beating SEC teams. Uh, Todd, what do you think? You think this is think they're able to do it with uh, Milton out? What do I think? I think these are literally my two least favorite teams in all of college football. <laughs> you got to pick one. <laughs> um, LSU, for uh, obvious reasons, a couple years back, well-documented. UCF, for obvious reasons. Um, I heard a great point. UCF is not new. It used to be Boise State and before them Utah. But social media now, um, they have a voice, and that's why they're more annoying. Um, yeah, and again, they won a bunch in a row. Congrats to UCF. Please, please, please let LSU win this game. I think uh, I think Auburn slept on them a little last year. I don't think anyone's going to sleep on UCF anymore. Give uh, give Coach O and and that squad time to prepare, and LSU should win. Yep, I got LSU as well, Billy. Yeah, as much as I. If Mackenzie Milton was there, I would take UCF, but I'm not. I'll take LSU as well. Okay, in the Rose, Urban Meyer's last game as coach of Ohio State. They play a very strong defensive. Chris Peterson coached team in Washington. I just don't know if Washington has enough firepower. Uh, Buckeyes hitting on all cylinders at the end of the season. Um, time to prepare, and uh, I think they're going to want to send Urban Meyer out a winner. Uh, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes on this one. I agree. Yeah, this is one of the. Best us versus them motivating coaches of all time. Yeah. So Ohio State wins pulling away. Yep. And then uh, what, what I think could be a very entertaining game in the Sugar Bowl that night, um, going to finish out the uh, January 1st slate uh, in, in a fun one. I think Georgia versus Texas uh, could be a really fun game. I think a lot of athletes on that field, um, two, two up-and-coming coaches with Kirby Smart and Tom Herman. Um, Todd, let's start with you. Who do you like in that one? you like – like your home state Bulldogs? Uh, I do, Sean. I think they have every reason to uh, feel sorry for themselves, lick their wounds. They, they lost a tough one. They didn't make the final four. That said, um, although I'm not the biggest fan of Kirby Smart, I think he's good enough, and I think they have the talent to refocus and, uh, and beat Texas. Yeah, I think Herman's a year away from having a really big year with Texas, right? They, they were they're way ahead of schedule, wouldn't you agree? Um, Both teams are. This yeah. is a rebuilding Georgia team too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go SEC here. I'll take Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to go SEC as well. I think uh, I think Georgia comes out and you know uh, they they win this game. If they win convincingly, they could finish you know arguably top top three in the country. Um, jumping the loser, you know maybe jumping. Let's just say Notre Dame and and, and Oklahoma. Oh, I got those. I got those two in the national championship game. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we'll see about that. All yeah, right, we'll see. About that. We got our picks. I'll 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 send the picks to Shay and, and get his picks offline. Um, let's wrap it up, guys. Long show, but uh, uh, obviously it takes a while to get through all the bowl games with uh, as many games as there are. Um, Todd, what do you got going on this week? Um, I think we talked about it a little before. Uh, kind of in. I don't want to call it wind down mode, but. Uh, we're slowing down, um, time to clean things up from 2018 and to certainly plan for 2019. Um, do actually have a big sales opportunity um, that I've been working on for, gosh, about a year and a half. Um, other than that, it's just business as usual and, and looking forward to uh, finishing the year strong. Good for you, man. Bill, on the real estate sessions this week, you have? 
Chris Lim, the founder of Climb Real Estate in nice. San Francisco that uh, just recently announced uh, Realogy is going to franchise that operation uh, nationally as well as Corcoran Real Estate. So uh, very interesting guy, <clears throat> very driven, a, a kid out of Jersey who relocated to the West Coast and um, interesting story getting into real estate and once there had really quick success and then partnered up with a guy that, that took him to this this place and it's a really cool boutique um, but the connected generation brokerage. You'll hear that phrase a couple times in the podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, are you traveling this week? Are you? No, home. I'm, I'm here the whole week. We're uh, kind of in the home stretch, just trying to wrap up a few things. And the next week I do hit Lee County for two days, but, and then I'll take the final 10 days of the year off. So. All right. Good for you. And I enjoyed your episode with Matt Beal last week. Cool. Um, it was a lot of fun. Neat guy. Yeah. yeah. Super, super chill guy, which you yes. can kind of imagine. Uh, I think you and I, we have to get on that worth shop thing. We got to go one December, you know? Yeah. I think it's this week coming up. Yep. Maybe maybe when the kids are out of college. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hawaii's Hawaii's not a cheap, uh, cheap trip. No, it's not. So uh, guys, for me, I have my last speaking event of the year. Uh, I, I speak the next two days at the Columbus Realtors for our certified real estate mentor program. I'm the lead facilitator for that. And that's always a, a neat thing. You know, we talk about the difference between being a mentor and a coach and a supervisor and a and a leader and it's, it's it really is a cool program it makes you think about some of the mentors you've had in your lives and uh, in some former fashion so that's a fun one and then i jump on a plane and head down to south carolina to to escort riley home she she reached out to me and said hey dad would you fly down and ride home with me uh, after my last yes, yes ma'am right yes ma'am i said yes and so, <laughs> yes yeah. and anytime yeah. you want that <laughs> yeah so it should be a should be a fun little road trip back and uh excited to have her home for five weeks uh here in columbus for the holidays so all right we've done our bowl picks uh, we'll see who the winner is we'll get shay offline uh and shout out to shay uh he had he had an event at the uh, center tonight um, but we'll get him back on. And, and don't forget next week, we're going to have guests, Mike Randall and Alyssa Hellman representing Alabama and Oklahoma. And we'll do a little round Robin with them talking about strengths, weaknesses, and get their picks. Um, as we get ready hmm. to pick our teams, it should be a fun time. Uh, so on behalf of Bill and Todd and Shay long distance, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the stare down.